0: The Lord is risen. He's risen indeed. The uh, church has expressed the resurrection of Christ uh, since uh, uh, way beyond my time. And through the centuries, it was a greeting celebrating the resurrection of the Lord. And we gather uh, on this occasion to celebrate uh, the resurrection of Christ. Typically, we would be outside... Uh, It would probably be very cold outside, and uh, we would be awaiting the the rise of the sun. It seems, though, that on many occasions the sun doesn't come up because it's generally cloudy uh, in Southern California in April when we celebrate the resurrection of Christ. I was thinking about this gathering, this time together as we meet vis-a-vis the media, and uh, I'm mindful of three epical events in human history. And I suppose we could call it the uh, story of human redemption. And it's, uh, uh, I think of it in terms of bookends. In Genesis we have the words of God when he finishes creation on the sixth day. And he says it's very good. He speaks. It's very good. And then we think of the end of time as we know it, when Christ appears again and with a shout and the voice of the archangel, uh, the dead in Christ rise and then those who are alive and remain, they are caught up with them and we will forever be with the Lord bookends sandwiched in the middle is the event upon which both of those events uh, depend. And it has to do with what we're celebrating today. It's the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in thinking about this, my mind goes back in time for this will be only the first time in some seventy-three years that I will not be gathered with others uh, in a church someplace uh, celebrating the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as my mind goes back in time, uh, some of the the hymns from the past come to mind. And one in which uh, 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 one of which we s- uh, have sung in church uh, uh, for my lifetime and long before was written by uh, uh, Robert Laurie in 1874. And the lyrics go something like this. Lo, in the grave he lay, Jesus my Savior, waiting the coming day, Jesus my Lord. Vainly they watch his, his bed, Jesus my Savior. Vainly they seal the dead, Jesus my Lord. Death cannot keep his prey. Jesus my Savior. He tore the bars away. Jesus my Lord. And the refrain goes like this. Up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph for his foes. He arose the victor of the dark domain and he lives forever with the saints to reign. Hallelujah. Christ arose. Can you say hallelujah to that? Christ arose. He is risen, he is risen indeed. I want us to consider uh, the event early in the morning, sunrise on that very first Easter. And in Matthew's gospel, it reads this way. Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw, and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the women, "'Don't be afraid,' he said." I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He has risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. Come see where his body was lying. And now go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead. One of the thoughts that come to me as I'm looking at this text is that the resurrection of Christ... produces a sense of amazement, and you see it in the text. It's an amazement that was not just for then, but it is also an amazement that comes in our time. Consider the shock and the awe of it all. There were two emotions, basically, that were engendered at the resurrection of Christ. One was the sense of fear and fright. It was so great that these soldiers who were guarding the tomb uh, fainted dead away. And on the other hand, there were the women, and the women, of course, were frightened by this, but they heard the angels say, "Don't be afraid." In fact, looking through this text, uh, we find about three or four times where the angel of God, or Jesus himself will say, don't be afraid. What is amazing about the resurrection of Christ is that it allays our fears. In the early 2000s, Bill and Gloria Gaither wrote a song that became very popular in the church and was often sung at Easter time and was entitled Because He Lives. And it goes something like this. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. I know, I know who holds the future, and life is worth the living because he lives. And so at this late date in history, no matter what we face, no matter what comes our way, we have every reason not to fear because it is Christ who holds our destiny, it is he who holds the future. Indeed, the resurrection resurrection of Christ elicits amazement. It produces an amazement. But it does something beyond that, for it produces adoration. As we see in the text, it says the women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. And as they went, Jesus met them and greeted them. And they ran to him, grasped his feet and worshiped him. And then Jesus said to them, "Don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave from Galilee, and they will see me there." When I look at this text, it just moves me, because I see these women responding to Jesus as they meet him, and they fall at his feet. They grasp his feet in adoration. And there's a mixture of fear and joy. I like the word reverence. When we begin to meditate upon the resurrection of Christ, uh, it moves us. It moves us to worship. Uh, We reverence him. We respect him. He is almighty God. He is the savior of the world. And uh, it is a powerful thing to understand that Jesus bore on the cross our sins. He bore our guilt and shame, and he took the death that belonged to us. He took it to himself. Be- because he was pure and holy, death could not hold him. And God raised him on the third day. It's overwhelming when we think about what he's done for us. It should Produce in our hearts a sense of adoration, a sense of worship, a sense that God has loved us beyond our capacity to really understand. And yet we experience it in our emotions and we read it in scripture and we see God's love manifest in the lives of others, of others. And it leads us to a, sen- a place of adoration and worship. But there is a third movement I would like for us to consider, and I think I marked four different places in this text where the word go is used. The resurrection of Christ doesn't just elicit from us a sense of amazement, a sense of adoration, but it creates in us a sense of urgency, an urgency that produces action, and in a number of places in this text, we hear the word, the command, go. It was the responsibility of the women to go tell the disciples. And it would become then the disciples' uh, uh, responsibility to go tell the world and make disciples of the nations. And thus it is our responsibility as followers of Jesus Christ, as his disciples, to go and tell and to make disciples. What an opportunity we have. Uh, I watch the news, and I'm excited about uh, what's happening at this time. Uh, Obviously, it's a very, very trying time for the world. But through the media, I see uh, the newscasters uh, talking about uh, the need for God in their lives. I hear them quoting scripture. I see the little blurbs from Franklin Graham and from other uh, uh, individuals that are well known pointing people to Jesus Christ. And my guess is that by now, most of us have uh, uh, communicated in one way or another with those people that we care about the message that there is hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, It is a wonder that uh, we don't, Uh, uh, seek the face of the Lord at all times, as we do in times of crisis. But the blessing of crisis is that once again, it calls people to uh, call upon the Lord and then to seek the spiritual welfare of the people they love. So in this text, there's this wonderful event that happens, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ calling us uh, uh, with uh, an amazement that begins to govern our lives. Uh, it, it, it calls us to adoration and to worship, and it calls us to action. I think again of the hymn that was written so long ago, Lo, in the grave he lay, Jesus my Savior waiting the coming day from Jesus, my Lord. And then the refrain, up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph for his foes. He arose the victor of the dark domain and he lives forever with the saints to reign. Hallelujah, Christ arose. God bless you. And may this be just a wonderful Easter day for you.